0: powers, new abilities, new names, new faces, new champions of what's true and what's right. Welcome to the Heroic Origins Podcast.
1: Hey, true conceivers, welcome back to the Heroic Origins Podcast. I'm Terrence. And I'm Dave. And we're just two comic book nerds doing what we love to do, make up new superheroes. Welcome to the first episode of Season 2. As you may recall, after creating a bunch of new heroes and villains in Season 1, we ended on a cliffhanger. In Season 2, we plan to continue that story with each new hero we create. But before we get to creating those new heroes, we wanted to take some time to investigate the world they'll be inhabiting. So, the big cliffhanger Uh, we ended with Penny
0: Wonderful had made a... uh, had made a wish for the world to get better, but it got snatched up by the coin collector who turned out to be uh Adelaide Evers, aka uh Amelia Earhart.
1: Right? I feel like we need to explain a little bit more about where we're starting from here. Okay, actually. okay. Well w- at, at the end of our uh, the great crossover event, we had all of our heroes um converge on Lark de Ciel. Like NCLs and Saucier Supreme was doing her magic on Joystick and the coin collector when the, uh, the Baker's dozen invaded her restaurant, creating all sorts of havoc.
0: But the, uh, the, the Saucier Supreme, of course, what's key here is that she had taken Penny Wonderful under her wing. And so Penny Wonderful was at this location, which attracted, uh, the attention of Anomaly and also... Uh, it because been it was a by track line, yeah, or or Ishraq the, the unseen. I think we've decided we like Ishraq the unseen yes. Ish-rock. better than Highline.
1: So they they were all there, and Penny made her wish. You know, the coin collector, you know, realizing that Penny was there, had some connection to the coin. She said that she used to own the coin, and uh, and got Penny to make a wish, which was for it was for a better future
0: which may not have been the most clever wish that we could have come up with but that's what we did and oh but, but <laughs> let's explain clever. let's explain at least this much it's it's not so much about the coin collector as much as it is about the way the coin functions itself cuz the one thing right. we just we found out about we decided in while discussing the background of the coin collector was that the, the penny wonderful's magic coin we already know that it's that it's a wish fulfillment coin but if it's heads then you get the wish that you want. And if you get tails, then you get the wish you want but it's corrupted, right? right? Right. So the trick is is that if you have this wish, it's like, well, how do you make wishes um without facing the corruption, the bad stuff that comes with the 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 potential the potential negative aspects? Well, the coin collector, who we've decided is either immortal or long-lived, once owned the coin. Right. And the coin, what she learned over time was that if if somebody makes a wish on the coin, but then you snatch the coin mid-wish, then if there are negative effects, it goes to the person who made the wish, but it doesn't go to the person who grabs the coin. And so that's why it was important for her to grab the coin there. So she steals their
1: luck in essence,
0: basically, basically. So she, so she gets the benefits of the wish and no negative parts. And in fact, one of her, part of her backstory is that she, she spends a lot of time trying to manipulate people to make wishes that would be good for her. And then having that person flip the coin and then she steals the, the coin back. Right. 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 So so there's more
1: to her backstory and I guess maybe we won't go into detail, but that's the little trick but, of that coin. And so then uh, I think there was another point during the finale, and I'm not sure if we're going to want to talk about it, but where Anomaly approaches Penny asking about the Doyen, which was something that we never talked about before but should factor, I think, into season two a bit.
0: I think it should. And the Doyen is the leader <laughs> of the Lyceum. I think that'll come up pretty quickly. Uh, okay. a- and they're searching for the Doyen. That's the name of the character. And this is someone that Anomaly had once fought across the universe. But, but what happened was when he had defeated the Doyen in battle, there was some sort of energy signature that, led
1: anomaly to earth to look for that character then at the end we have the arrival of the stratoplex um, who are the robots that created joystick as well as the lyceum who anomaly knows who are searching for the doyum
0: we, we found out that the uh, the stratoplex we, we know that they created joystick to fend off a, a dystopian future well it turns out that that dystopian future involves the lyceum and so the stratoplex are kind of the mortal enemies of the lyceum And that's, and, and they've faced them in the future, but now they've come into the past to fend them off
1: here. And so I think that gets us right up to where we are now in uh, the beginning of season two. That's right. So season two is now this is, I guess not right up to the beginning because a period of time of Pat has passed since that grand arrival in Chicago at the end of, I believe at the end of the summer last year.
0: So what's happened between then and now, which is, uh, on the cusp of spring, early spring.
1: So that would be about six months, actually. Six months.
0: So the, so what happened was that they had a battle over Chicago. Chicago got uh, ravaged in this battle. And, uh, but then after kind of, you know, having the initial conflict, the, the Lyceum and the Stratoplex spread out over North America and created lines of battle and territories that they were going to control. The Stratoplex leaned more towards technological, you know, companies like, you know, like they went to NASA, they took over NASA, Silicon Valley, a lot of aerospace industry locations. Whereas the Lyceum, they saw all these empty schools out there. So they've kind of taken over universities and local schools. And that's that's where they've been keeping their base of operations. And then they, they just sort of have periodic clashes
1: against one another the united states is the the primary focus of both of these groups they are having a war across the united states and canada all of north america yeah and the rest of the world has taken some sides either supporting the stratoplex or the lyceum Um, while the u.s uh we have president biden who is trying to negotiate a peaceful resolution to the conflict you got trump
0: who's still dissatisfied about losing the election and he is uh uh, down in Mar-a-Lago, trying to play both sides uh, of the Lyceum and the Stratoplex and trying to gain more power
1: in the process. But as, at the same time, I mean, our own government, or the U.S. government, is doing the same, you know, trying to negotiate. Yeah. But the military is concentrating on defending, you know, the industrial complex from the Stratoplex. So, in effect, you know, a little bit more on the Lyceum side as well. So,
0: but what, what's interesting, though, is that the National Guard troops tend to be more focused against the Lyceum because the Lyceum is attacking state and local education centers. So so the National Guard is being used by the states to uh, to fight the Lyceum. So the, the military is a little bit split uh, in the country that way. Specifically in in Chicago, where, where our story left off, uh, the National Guard is mostly being used to orchestrate an evacuation of the city or has been basically on cleanup duty since the initial battle and they're trying to maintain order in the city for the people that are still there, but you know, trying to clean up and they did try to evacuate people and now they're trying to just maintain order in the area.
1: Around the world, there are power vacuums left by the U S pulling back troops. And of course that's going to affect, you know, how those countries react Um, dictators dictating Um, that sort of thing.
0: Uh, you know the lyceum is an education based empire and they're trying to win over the people they're trying to absorb the population they they uh, and and they'll try to absorb them through propaganda as well as anything so they're they're spending a lot of time trying to stoke the ire of of class divisions um they want to offer improvements in lifestyle if people you know offering educational opportunities to people uh, to help raise them up out of poverty. Uh, I think they're one of their mottos. The, one of their mottos is registration matriculation curriculum. Maybe, <laughs> maybe
1: is that, I'm not sure if that's what that means. Um, yeah. No, just the idea that you can enroll in our conquering forces. is <laughs> a nice. But they don't see them. They don't see themselves
0: as a conquering force. They see themselves as a school. Now imagine right. those, you know, imagine a private school. Uh, You know, one of those private universities that's just like really pushy, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so there are people with superpowers that are appearing to fight this conflict and they're coming out of nowhere. You know, people that we didn't know about before.
1: And that's that's going to be something that's more common this season. Yes. Um.
0: (laughs) So so we've got kind of, you know, class divisions going on here. So um, the idle rich you know are are dealing with their stocks in free fall uh oil oil is up war stocks are up real estate is down way down yeah (laughs) uh let's see there's you know vaccine development is going on there's still that's still a big primary focus uh but scientists are also trying to analyze uh alien dna with with help from
1: the military and that's one thing about the lyceum they're a mix of alien races Whereas this mm. Fredoplex are robots.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Fortune hunters. There are various fortune hunters out there that are trying to appropriate alien technology. So they're just scavengers, you know, when they find right. stuff. But, you know, that's just kind of the lay of the land. But let's give you guys a recap here. Or not a recap, but let's give you an update on on what's going on with our, our characters from season one. Um I first off, Penny Wonderful is you know, she doesn't have her coin anymore. But what she does, you know, has managed to do is she she finds her childhood friend, Betty, who's now like in her 90s and uh, and she's homebound and receiving home nursing services. Penny goes and ends up hiding with her at her place. And uh, but but they they sneak out and go on adventures together. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just love. That's the yeah. best
1: best. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Penny just has that force of force of uh, personality that she and and of course uh, uh, Betty is just excited to see her childhood friend. It makes right. her feel young again. But but yeah. they they go on a bunch of adventures together. Joystick has a pretty conflict. Con, he's <laughs> had a hard
1: time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Joystick has reverted to his seventeen year old self, and uh, which has caused some conflict in his life. Uh, he's about the age of his of one of his children, um Atticus, who is secretly his uh sidekick Abacus. It's also caused some difficulty with his with his spouse, I guess with his relationship that uh leads him to having an affair with his uh digital ex-girlfriend from high school blip. <laughs> blip. <laughs> <laughs> Which what? his son finds out about and leaks the story to the internet.
0: Which, which also has to leak his secret identity. So it, so it ends up being like a double-edged sword. Uh, So his, his son regrets it. This also keep in mind that, 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 uh, joystick has actually been fighting with the Stratoplex, um, who of course, if you remember are the ones that gave joystick his powers, and then he got reassigned to DC to be closer to his family. But, but I mean, he was, he was, he was gone for, for a little bit of time fighting in Chicago.
1: Now the Saucier Supreme, she's gone mobile. She's living in a food truck.
0: Yeah, Larkin CL was was pretty much totaled from the uh, the battle in the uh, the crossover event. Uh but now she's she's you know in the food truck and uh there's a twist. It's bigger on the inside. That's that's right. So she can store <laughs> store a lot of food stuff in there. There's uh, a bunch of gourmages who were who are transformed into a spice rack, a living spice rack that she keeps with her in the food truck. And that that helps her as she's basically she's going around trying to, you know, feed people in, in war-torn Chicago. That, but they but she's also got her, her uh, assistant, uh, Kitty Curry, running around who still lives in her own apartment. Kitty Curry is helping out with logistics for all of this stuff.
1: I imagine Kitty Curry is just one of those who's like, you know, yeah, there are bombs are dropping, but you know, I got to get to work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so now the the Baker's Dozen,
0: our other gourmages that we 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 have, um they've uh they've built a their own kitchen in the middle of a stadium. They're serving food like after they've been raiding abandoned restaurants around town. Uh particularly focused on bread. They are, however, insane and and because of this they the stratoplex and the lyceum don't bother them so they're a little bit of an oasis from the conflict even though they're insane uh humans can actually you know be close to them and feel safe well and they do still have their uh, their sidekick muffin the demon chicken who is pooping out eggs to go with all the bread and pastries that they're making. Uh, and what the eggs do, we have yet to determine. Yes, that's a no, curiosity. That's a curiosity. Um,
1: Anomaly. Uh, Anomaly has not had a good time. Um, he was captured um, by the Farseer.
0: Who, who's the uh, who's the upper level uh, uh, member of the Lyceum.
1: Yeah, and they're trying to use him to find the Doyen. So Anomaly gives a message to the Gadgeteer. The Gadgeteer is...
0: <laughs> Is is Anomaly's sidekick, who is also a, a, a an alien, who uh, was acting as uh, was was it Anomaly's makeup guy or producer or something like that, but handled, but basically kept a whole bunch of uh, um, cosmic artifacts on hand for Anomaly to use under certain circumstances.
1: And so the warning is: well, we talked about the Doyen, and the Doyen had uh,
0: come to Earth. And right. there's a concern that there might be a time paradox. Anomaly was trying to track him by a time signature and there, there was uh, possible that he had gone into the past. And so there's a little concern about a potential time paradox.
1: And then we have Ishrock, the unseen
0: in, in the process of escaping uh, on a helicopter. Uh, the helicopter ended up getting shot down and, and crashed and even though everybody survived, uh, Ishrock's leg got completely shattered,
1: and so he is uh, going around on on crutches. I believe on crystal, crystal crutches, crutches. <laughs> and a prosthet- prosthetic leg, and is uh, trying to create lenses to use against the Lyceum. Teamed up with uh, Bill Gates, of course.
0: That's right, Ishrock and Bill Gates together again. <laughs> it's the it's the buddy cop uh, sensation. Um, So the archivists are are tenuously following Ishraq's lead, but there is some dispute about whether they should target Lyceum or Stratoplex uh, forces or just build alliances. There's disagreement in that group.
1: So the person who has benefited the most is, of course, the one that snatched the coin from the air, the coin collector. So Everhart Industries, home of Adelaide Evers, the nefarious coin collector, has been doing great they produce um, educational software that's positioned positively to benefit from both the lyceum and the stratoplex they have vr technology that scans your genome in order to put you in the action and it has wildly invasive tracking technology that is also useful to the lyceum and stratoplex and so she she got she got all the benefits of penny's wish just as she anticipated
0: so that's that's where we are guys, that's where we are. And uh, what we're gonna do going forward is we're gonna have guests on the upcoming, uh, every episode of the upcoming season. And they're gonna help us create a bunch of new and interesting characters and, and uh, you know, hopefully take us on, uh, in directions that we wouldn't have
1: thought of otherwise. Right, right, right. And so it's a, gonna be an exciting season of uh, with a lot of different things changed um i'm sure that our heroes will persevere but we'll see what happens i think
0: one of the things we really want to do though is we really want to um try to carry the story forward with each episode in the first season we just created a bunch of independent characters but we want to actually have kind of a story arc from episode to episode this time we'll be creating new characters but then we'll also be talking about how that progresses the story overall So, so, so come on by, come see some new characters and then, and then see where this next part of the story goes. All right, two conceivers. Well, that's where the state of the world is here, but you know, we may not have covered everything. You may have questions about what, what's going on with the Stratoplex or the, or the Lyceum or, or other, other, other heroes. Uh, If you have any comments, please email us at heroicpod at gmail.com.
1: And we'll uh, read your feedback on upcoming episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's a wrap. Keep on hero
0: smithing, true conceivers. And we'll see you next week on Heroic Heroic Origins. Origins. Fop. FOP! Well, can, okay 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 so so okay so midnight diamond who is not has appeared so little in everything that we've done but is an interesting character in in his own right uh midnight diamond in a deleted scene to the crossover event had had a run-in with uh joystick but had gotten defeated by joystick in dc washington dc and so midnight diamond ended up going back to chicago to, uh, confess his, you know, defeat to, um, to the, the coin collector and the coin collector used his weakness of, of darkness. Uh, if he's in a dark room, he has, he's his brittle's glass. He, right. he, she, she lured him into a dark room and then shattered him into a million pieces. But
1: since he doesn't die from that, she has <laughs> now, uh... she's retrieved his shattered remains and put them in a room in her house facing the window and when the sun shines through he's slowly regenerating his body but
0: she keeps dust she keeps dumping dust
1: oh. dust into the
0: body uh so that he's he's coming back but in a very painful way it's not it's like adding salt to the wound basically wow yeah so she's tortured. torture she's it's pretty not nasty. A nice person
1: man. yeah it's nasty <laughs> so
0: so anyway that's midnight diamond who Terrence loves, but <laughs> but does not. Not much has happened with him yet, so.
1: No. <laughs>